0: This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk for more information.
1: Welcome to 3 Peeps and a podcast, the bonus show. A little bit different today, we are driving home from West Brom. A three goal defeat, but only two peeps on the podcast today. No time to do it tomorrow, I'm afraid. So uh, the audio might not be as good, but hopefully the content will be. With me, as always, is Matt. Matt, we are now coming down, what are we on? The M- M5, M5 Junction 3. Kilometers there. Junction 3. So um, at this point in afternoon... At the Hawthorns But um, again it's, uh, it's, it's a defeat against a top Top
0: team Matt um, Yeah it is And 3-0 Doesn't in any way tell the story um, You know we'll, we'll talk about the game But Albion should have been A good 4 or 5 Probably better off um, We kept going but We just look physically Nothing like a side capable of matching West Brom. I mean they've got four or five players that are head and shoulders above us, both in sort of you know Plenty more meat on the bones. Yeah height, but just just physically they just look stronger and we, we didn't we didn't match them and conceded poor goals. Yeah, not not a good day now. Okay, um, before we start,
1: just uh, a big happy 70th birthday to uh, Bristol City ex-goalkeeper Ray Cashley. So well, a big happy birthday to Ray. Uh, scored a goal. Uh, I think he's the only Bristol City goalkeeper to ever have done so as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, quite a lot of people uh, said that they were there and saw it. My dad was one of them and uh, I think it was a goal kick that just caught the wind. Whole city on a Tuesday night, wasn't it? In Absolutely, the fog, I believe, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That's happy birthday to Ray. Right, let's get to the starting lineup. Um, one change: Scott out, Masengo in. Um, obviously, Scott missed that opportunity, but did score the goal at Ashton Gate. So, not surprised to see Masengo coming in, Matt. But maybe a little surprised to see Scott coming out.
0: Scott was. Arguably, our best player the other night. He tired, He's tired. He was man of the match on the City, well, city, you go, city uh, yeah, Twitter. I, I didn't see that. But um, yeah, and I just felt that Chris Martin hasn't played well the last couple of games. And, and ironically, those couple of games were after an international break, but he looked like he needed a break. Um, and I would have started slightly differently. But yeah, Han Noah coming in. You could understand but a bit of a shame with Alex Scott dropping out and then it looks very much like perhaps Casey Palmer was one of those players not on the bus Um yeah, because was, we uh, saw him warming up didn't we or warming down I guess or whatever he was doing. Well just
1: going through going through a warm up yeah. I guess to keep the uh, engine ticking but yeah, yeah him and uh, Ben were on the, yeah. the sidelines Um, you know just, just running up and down and yeah. and going through the motions but uh, yeah a bit of a kick in the teeth for Casey Palmer certainly to go all that way and only be warming up on the touchline. Um, so that was the main changes um, let's get into the minutes now um, so into the fifth minute there's a ball over the top finds Viman, and I'm not sure if it was a cross or a shot Matt he uh, was in a good space in good opportunity
0: and I think he was probably caught in two minds. I think it was a cross in the end but yeah it wasn't wasn't very well executed was it um and it it felt very much before the game that was the way that we were gonna have any kind of chance and any kind of joy was to to try and get in behind them and and use the pace of Wyman and Wells and we you know that was probably not as good as it got because there were some opportunities but um yeah that, that for me was a cross and just not very well executed yeah into the
1: seventh minute it's the first goal for West Brom. It was a well-worked uh, piece of play. It was passed through the City back line, uh, through ball round uh, Jada De Silva. Um, and then the ball was squared and Hugo slots home. So uh, seven minutes in and we're, we're a goal behind against a team that can clearly do that and really punish their opponents, mate.
0: Yeah, and I think um, Ishmael, I can't think of his surname, man, their, their coach, um, manager, said before the game that they were looking for an early goal. <laughs> lapse of concentration from Jay again. I mean, it wasn't played in behind him as such. He was facing it, but got played sort of through him. Very, very good one-touch cross. Hugel, unmarked really running in and, and finished it tidily. But again, you look at it and think, well, why aren't we blocking runs off like that? And who's picked up Hugel's run? But I have to say, it was a very good move from, from West Brom. Kind of move we've been talking about us wanting to have, where that one touch, wide ball in, sucked it away, and yeah, Ben Ben's had no chance to
1: do. Are you a bit surprised? Obviously, we lined up 3 5 2. Are you a bit
0: surprised that that we weren't more 5 3 2 against West Brom? <laughs> yeah, I was, because I, I felt we, it, it was going to be very open, um, and I just. just I don't know, even in the middle I might have done something different. I might have been a game where I would have gone just one up top um, and had, you know, an extra body in the middle because I think that's where we're losing games at the moment is the middle of the pitch, as well as well it's, it's Matty James yeah, and Han Noah can play. But Certainly in seasons gone by, that's the game where you are have seen Gizhou up front by himself. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it, but um, for me, absolutely almost catastrophic not to replace need you and have competition for Chris Martin because you know as I said I didn't I don't think he played terribly today he probably worked as hard as he's, he's done in in games this season I think he was an improvement what he put in in the last two performances but there is no one as competition um So yeah,
1: absolutely Okay, uh, into the ninth minute Wells gets the ball in the net um, uh, But it's ruled out for offside And obviously we're at the opposite end of the ground to that But it is a chance, it's an opportunity It was a good finish but um, you know, reports on our on our WhatsApp group suggest it was definitely offside. That yeah, for those that watched it on the TV. But yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, the frustration was. The frustration that, was that you celebrated it. Well, I celebrated crazily. <laughs> having <laughs> where we were sat, we were right next to the right next to the netting from the fans, and obviously they were giving us plenty of it when they scored early. And I should learn my lesson. The but cardinal give, sin of no, not not looking at the
1: linesman. But he did put his flag up. You
0: know, really late. I yeah. mean you could see Naki Wells was the only one running through on it and he waited. I mean I I genuinely didn't see because I always do love to see the lights yeah. like well, and I'm pretty sure that Naki had hit the shot before. Sorry, you'll have to excuse us <laughs> that now.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's a bit of a shame. Okay, into the 22nd minute. After seven minutes down, or well, actually it was more like ten, um Baker comes off and Campering comes on. Now at this point, we didn't realise that concussion means you're allowed an extra substitution, which we'll we'll come on to a bit later, but um, unclear what happened to Nathan Baker, he looked in a lot of distress, a lot of discomfort, he was on on oxygen, um, sort of sat up after a few minutes, but I don't know Matt, did you see it? Look, I assume it was concussion, so maybe
0: an elbow to the head or the temple or what? Well, I, I think it was in the Hugo challenge where Hugo put the ball over and, and Bentley seemed to close it down. So whether there was a clash with that... well. Uh, get well soon, Nathan. Yeah. Um, With all that said, yeah.
1: Yeah, but Absolutely. still. Okay, into the 30th minute. Uh, There's a back pass from Tanner. Not strong enough, but Hugel's flop shot is deflected wide um, after Benz and Atkinson combined to make the block. So that was a, a, a back pass from Tanner at right back, right wing back, um, which was which was a poor pass. Um, and we'll come on to to, to what happened later. But... Just shows a bit of a chink in, in the armour of Tanner there, but we'll come on to it straight away. He then comes off four minutes later for Danny Simpson, and I don't think anyone can quite understand why. It's quite an example to make of a young lad if it's because of that back pass.
0: Yeah, and, and Pearson's got a, a reputation for having done that a couple of times this season, hasn't he? Who did he do it against? Um, oh, that the might young- even have been Tanner, What's- but was a, there was another youngster one that came off very early... Well, That was last um, season, Taylor, wasn't it? And um, Riley Taylor was one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I'm sure there was another one this season. Yeah, you're right. And it was it was it was an underhit ball. Well, in fact, it, it actually wasn't so underhit. It was more the fact that the the attacker read it. Yeah. Um, and raced onto it. Not, um, not as underhit as his replacement later on. No, yeah. And, and I don't necessarily think that George Tanner was having that that poorer no. game. No, you no. Know, he was no it was no no different. I mean,
1: Simpson coming on, he is. Less of an attacking wing back, so you could argue that they they were going as a flatter five at the back. Um, but at this point, it, at this point, Pring's on as well for for Baker. For Baker yeah,
0: and, and it still felt like they were playing that three. Um, the only thing I would say with, I, I think with Simpson, we were we were getting. I mean, they talk about kind of getting battered everywhere to go. <laughs> we were getting battered. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, Mark um, Powell oh, sat yeah. next to us. Um, Mark said, and he was quite right, the best player for City in the first half was Jordan Hugel um, (laughs) because he missed three very, very good chances. Um, And, yeah, I, I, I could understand Simpson coming on from an experience point of view in what was happening. But I don't necessarily think it was the right thing to do with Tanner, it's especially an early call when as you're. Well, isn't it? What were we then? Was it still one 0 or was it two 0 at that point? It's still one nil. Still one yeah. 0 So you're still in the game, and it, it just felt
1: too early to make that call. So that's yeah, two substitutions within 34 minutes, and two defensive substitutions. Um, yeah, and obviously we know we've got one more to come. So basically two, well, two, two as it's two day, subs. Which we, yeah, I'll
0: be two honest. Two subs I didn't to come. realise the concussion yeah. rule. Yeah.
1: But yes, a a real strange substitution Um, And hopefully we'll get some Clarity on that one Um, 42nd minute, it's a long Throw in from West Brom The header is won by Carl Bartley And it's 2-0, really route One, Um, not sure Campering was the correct person To be picking up Bartley But
0: you know, he was probably picking up Baker's man. In truth I I don't know Bartley, they've got the other lad at the back You've got Hugel, who... I, I've been critical of Hugel in the past, and we were in for him a couple of seasons back um, when he I think he ended up going to West Ham. Um, today, he gave a proper center forward's performance. He was a real handful, held the ball up. But it goes back to my point earlier on. Every time that ball came in the box, you were worried because physically we weren't a match for them. Um, I was perhaps a bit critical of Dan Bentley with that one. I felt... When the balls come in like that and the physicality we've got, Dan Bentley's got to look to push people out the way and try and get a fist on it. Mm. or um, And I don't know, had Snodgrass hit the post before then? Uh, or was that sure. after? Not sure, but yeah. Um, and it was 2 0 and should have been at least 4 0. Um, if not
1: five so there were several chances yeah in between there um into the 49th minute obviously we're into injury time there's 10 minutes of injury time yeah city break with Viman. he finds Wells who looks for the pass back to Weiman but the pass from Wells is a little bit inaccurate um and yeah WBA break from this and it was a good block from Bentley so towards the end of the first half we, we, we sort of created a chance there but um the link-up play were sort of going
0: through the motions a bit, really, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, in in terms of the link-up play, the the performance today felt to me like we went backwards in terms of we didn't seem to have a midfield combining with the forward line, the defence wasn't bringing it out and playing it into the midfield, and... We just seemed really, really disjointed. It looked almost, at times, like West Brom had an extra man, didn't it? Yeah, we, we were completely disjointed, overrun in the middle. For a, a team that is arguably as fit as we are and fitter than we have been, West Brom were far fitter than us today, yeah. but physically stronger. And points that we've made on the podcast for the last two seasons, where are the leaders in this team and where is the physical presence in this team? And it's still not Been addressed, and we can talk about DNA. That's our DNA for me at the moment is that we've got no leaders and we've got no physicality from a manager who was all of that. He was a leader and he was a physical player. And I, you know, again, I think mistakes were made yet again in the summer window. Yeah, and uh,
1: interestingly enough, Pearson in the dugout from the start again
0: today. I think that's only because there's no one left, it, is there? <laughs> oh, and we wish Paul Simpson and Keith Downing all the very best and thank them for the reference don't we yeah, if absolutely. Uh, not I've necessarily seen that down has gone for sure no, but it no,
1: wasn't no con- there was it. No, no confirmation Alex Ball was obviously stepped up into the first team again Yeah. Um, 51st minute so into the 6th minute of injury time is a great chance for Jay De Silva he picks up on the it gets falls to him on the edge of the box and he just seemed to lack the confidence to shoot first time Matt and he took a touch and again it was it was a chance chance gone. We just need to have that, that, that confidence
0: in players to take the opportunities first time. What what I struggle with and, and again I'll go back to when I was a, a youth manager, if if within a game we had a passenger play like that where a ball comes across and whoever it was, my striker, left winger or a midfielder or whatever, didn't hit it first time, at our next training session, my brother would then run a training session where we were passing the ball, drilling the ball across and getting them to hit it first time. Now that's happened, I couldn't tell you the games, but I reckon at least three, if not four times this season with Jay De Silva, where he's had an opportunity to strike it first time and hasn't. And he's brought it in, tried to hit it with his right foot and it's gone nowhere or he did what he did today and we ended up getting a corner. And I, I don't understand it for a player of his undoubted quality just bloody hit the thing. Do you think he's, uh, well, I, I know, he's
1: obviously nervous that it's going to go high, wide and handsome, but you don't know unless you shoot.
0: You don't, and and, it, and if they all get videos of their game and everything else, Jay, if not that you will be listening, you should be listening to this podcast, <laughs> um, but it, if you did end up listening to it or if someone said to you about it, Jay, just take a shot, mate, because honestly, I would appreciate it far more if you did and it went iron wide than what you've done of late. OK, um, no
1: half-time summary from Rob. how He was off gallivanting somewhere. But we didn't say at the start, it was delayed by 15 minutes due to uh, a fan in the West Brom end. But the second half was delayed for 15 minutes due to a fan in the City end. So we wish both of those uh, fans uh, a, a speedy recovery.
0: Um, Can I just say on that patch as you, well? You may. And, and, and obviously, yeah, absolutely, paramount... Um, you know, best, best wishes to both, um, the Bristol City fan and elderly gentleman, um, who I understand both. afterwards was, was stable. Yeah, both of them were conscious. Yes, yeah, they were. Um, I will just mention as well, Karen Tremlett, a friend of mine in Tenerife, who texted me to see that I was okay, <laughs> um, which was very kind of her. But the, the, the thing for me with that is, when it happened with the Bristol City fan, there was obviously some confusion stewards weren't sure what was going on and there seemed to be a bit of a, where de- well, there was a delay in medical staff getting to that point, but what I saw from some Bristol City fans today at stewards and at the police embarrassed me and I ended up saying to a couple of police officers, why did you do it? Because the, the vitriol that was aimed at them um, was just terrible and absolutely, That's I the- totally understand it. City fans were emotional because there was a, a, a gentleman there that was struggling but you know sometimes you got to look at yourself they're not going to deliberately not try and get medical help there was it
1: because they were they were unhappy because they were stopping them coming back up from- I don't, no I don't
0: think so I think it was because they felt that the police saw something was going on right. but didn't respond to it uh, and, wait, You see- know, I, do, I don't know what the rules are with that yes it seemed there was there was a delay um, in getting medical help there but the the way that some of the, the the fans were speaking to the stewards and the police was just not right just not right okidoki um 52nd minute 3-0 down
1: this time it's an awful back pass from Simpson who's been brought on um for his experience and unfortunately he's laid it back and it's just found found the striker um and it was Grant who finished right. really well this time um obviously Hugo's Hugo's shot from the back pass was was um well defended, yeah, well the defended by Benson Atkinson, but this time it's a great bent round the bent round the top of uh, of Dan Bentley, and we're three 0 down. And at this point, it's it's more or less game over um, in the 52nd minute, Matt.
0: Yeah, I think we'd had a, a break just before that as well. It um, we did it didn't lead to anything, but we you know we, we were two 0 down and. Should have been a lot more than that But we were still in the game And and the the difference I guess today even Was we we didn't play well But unlike other games where we've created nothing We did actually have opportunities today Which I think I mean chat to some baggies fans before And they said we would get But I cannot understate Just how bad a back pass it was from Simpson I mean to say He was probably just inside his own half and the ball doesn't even reach halfway between the halfway line and the penalty box. Mm. And Bentley is totally and utterly left in no man's land. You know, he couldn't come. Grant's then through, one-on-one, great finish, but just a, an absolutely dreadful back pass. I mean, it's hard enough, as it is against West Brom, but yeah. to gift them goals yeah. is
1: just um, yeah, frustrating. To,
0: to, to air is to be human, isn't it? And, you know, he didn't do it deliberately, but... He's been brought on because there's a feeling that Tanner was getting a bit of a roast in and had I'd, I'd made that back pass. This was far worse a back pass. Um and I don't know what Danny Simpson was doing, and maybe lack of game time. Is it again a match fitness thing? Yeah. Maybe um, you know
1: we have we've not got a reserve team anymore like the yeah. old days, so yeah. that he's not getting a game in the under twenty threes as far as I'm aware. He's getting you know, time in training, eleven yeah. on eleven, but you can't you can't replace match fitness against, you know, a, a different
0: opposition. I just I just felt, again, it was a, a stage where I couldn't see... Well, in fact, you called it, Patch. Um, the only one who seemed to be geeing up players around them and trying to get them going was Nur Masenga. Yeah, the youngest player on yeah. the, and, the team. Yeah, and, you know, I, I I really struggle with that. And that's where, you know, I, I said to a fan at the end... the the players didn't seem to be playing for Pearson and that was just a bit of an overreaction And some of the you sort of tend to say but today was a very (sighs) going through the motions sort of performance and we did have opportunities like I said but yeah it was Mm. that that, that passage of play summed up our performance today
1: 62nd minute a great break from Masengo Um, he burst forward after winning the ball well to Wells who um, thank you very much Mercedes yeah I took her off um, <laughs> so it was a great break from Masengo to Wells uh, to Wells Cross sorry that f- sh- she's gone Shut again up. This, po- up this podcast is sponsored by well, Mercedes life, yeah. um, I'll go again Masengo breaks well finds Wells who crosses finds Martin who forces a great save from Johnson. That was a really good um, opportunity for City and our, be- our, our best opportunity, Matt. It was a great
0: save from Sam Johnson. Yeah, it was a great save. Um, and, it, you know, <laughs> Mackie Wells and Andy Viman to an extent and even Chris Martin to a lesser extent, they, they did keep going. Mm. Um, Mackie Wells in particular for me, I thought he, he actually had a, a decent game Um couple of nearly moments from him weren't there but yeah, yeah that was a, it was a, a decent effort and a good save yeah. yeah if that one goes in still
1: half an hour left who knows but it didn't um, straight after that Callum Dowda comes on for Jay De Silva um, thoughts on that like for like with Jay
0: a bit more advanced yeah he was yeah and and then Callum coming on uh, I guess yeah they felt um, I don't know a bit, bit more physicality there um But it it didn't work, did it?
1: No. Okay, into the 72nd minute. um, A clearance off the line from Calas. It was a surefire fourth goal for West Brom, but it was a great defensive clearance from Calas. And again, we mentioned Wells had a good game. I think Calas kept going as well throughout
0: the game. Yeah, he did. And it was a very typical Thomas Calas clearance, wasn't it? Where he's kind of throwing himself in almost um, overhead, kicking it off the line, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Okay, into the 80th minute cross comes in from Martin in the, on this occasion and Callum O'Dowder heads down and over um, so s- still creating opportunity, still coming but West Brom probably
0: took their foot off of gas a little bit at this point Yeah, they made a couple of substitutions um, Callum you know, did, did, did well to get in there but it, it looked like one of those where he closed his eyes in Headed it in the yeah, it just bounced wide and over, didn't
1: it? Lots of heckling from the crowd at this point from our fans um, about shit performance and, and opportunities taken. But that can't be good to hear for the fa- for the players, can it? And similarly at home um, to um, who do we play? Forest. Forest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at home to Forest on Tuesday with the how SHIT must you, you be, be or we're winning, winning at home yeah. again I, an absolute kick in the nuts for the for the city players
0: I don't like it as a fan um, and maybe that's an age thing maybe it's youngsters that are singing it but I don't want to hear as a, a Bristol city fan my own fans singing how SHIT we are and everything else I don't it does nothing for me as a fan and it certainly wouldn't do anything for the players no. so yeah I don't, I don't I don't get that I don't get that and not not in terms of where we are as well it's not like we are rock bottom of the league and um you know we 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 were in a game against a top side and they are and the golfing class between us bournemouth and fulham because although we you know we got a result against fulham Mm. the chances that they missed those three teams and rightly because they're from the prem um but the golfing class is absolutely huge. Yeah. Both in terms of, like I said, presence and quality is massive. Let's not forget our expectations at the start
1: of the season yeah. re-establish as a as a championship side. Um, I think was most people's expectations. But you get those wins away. Yes, we haven't won at home, um, and it just becomes frustrating. But we've played West Brom. The, the The acid test for me is how we perform next week. At home to Barnsley, um, yeah. I think. I think anything other than a, a win at home to Barnsley, or still in the bottom three, I understand. Yeah, um, didn't see what their result was it, it, actually. C- it could turn quite nasty, but there we go. Eighty um, seventh minute, Hanno Masengo off, Tyreek Backinson on. Um,
0: a substitution that took us all a bit by surprise. Well, it, did, <laughs> it did me because I didn't realise about the concussion. Um, yeah thing so yeah I think your, your brother called it didn't he when yeah. it happened but um, I didn't realise that and so yeah Tyreek coming on and and then there was a question for me knowing that we were getting overrun quite a bit I was surprised we didn't perhaps sacrifice maybe Chris Martin up front or mm-hmm. you know and, and bring on Tyreek um, what was it for Han Noah wasn't it yeah were you more surprised um, about Han Noah's reaction I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't clap. I guess he was frustrated both in terms of the result, but he, he, he came off um, at our end of the pitch um, and, as he, he will always do, got a really good round of applause in, and, obviously, his chant. But he didn't clap at all um, as he went off. But I think I'll put that down to his frustration and disappointment. Mm. I think it was probably the right call because he's he needs to be managed back in. But um, I don't think it was the... I don't. It was frustration from
1: him, Yeah. but... He shouldn't. He should not, still. Respect no, and, the
0: fans. And, and absolutely. And as much I think as I love and that. Noah and um, you know, yeah, I'm sure he will regret it. And it's not. It doesn't matter what minute you come off. Bristol City fans today, you know, I've I've had, I've had a go at them about the stewards, and we've said about the chant, forgetting for that element of it. And it's a small fraction of an element mm-hmm. that does that the vast majority of fans there stayed to the end and stayed chanting their team. Yeah. Um, and they deserve better than that today. Yeah, and West
1: Brom 3-0 up, half the, half the fans, their fans, had evacuated, hadn't they?
0: Strangely, wouldn't it? There was a lot a lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats. They're here. Um, they're there. They're, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: OK. Um, 89th minute. Still, still going, still putting in the effort. Naki crosses it and Weimann heads over. Um, and we've said about Naki Wells today, Vyman's engine, again, was was there to be seen. It's just that, that final cutting edge. And how many times have we said that this season?
0: Again, I, you know, I like Andy Weiman, um But he's he's doing what he's done the last few seasons for us. He scores in those early patches and does well. And in fairness, like you've said, Patch, when he's played down the middle, he's more dangerous. But he, he was there... Um, yeah, you know, a lot today, and there was a lot of link-up play, mm. um, and it's yeah the moments of quality, um, and it just wasn't there. It just wasn't there today. So um, that
1: was the end of the game, three 0 and it's about what quarter to seven, by It's now, about, might what about <laughs> it's about nine p.m. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then we've got our 20 minute walk back yeah. to uh, to the Vine which was very nice wasn't it very nice good recommendation from f- a friend of the show yeah, yeah absolutely um, but yeah very nice like a TARDIS yeah. inside you good walk best. into a tiny bar and then it opens up into yeah. a huge place and but good to um, see the, uh, Daly as well Bristol yeah, so we bumped into Bristol Boy. Yeah, um, and also we bumped into a uh, Bond, Ben Bond. We oh, did bump into Ben Bond on yeah. the gate on the uh, walk back to the car afterwards, and he yeah. said, "If your ratings cumulatively are, are uh, more, more than more than 50 than was, 15. It 15, 15, was, 15, it? was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, It was more than fifty. No, fifteen. Uh, <laughs> no, well, that, that's not going to happen, is it? But yeah. Um, yeah, nice to see Ben in person. Um, let's go on to the ratings then, Matt. I'll uh, I'll help you as
0: I know you're driving. So yeah. um, starting yeah. with Bentley." I mean, again, it's, it's a game where he's conceded three goals, but he's, he's actually made four or five really good saves. Um, so I think I've got I've got to go a six for him. And, and actually, it's probably more than six because of the saves, but he's also then beat three now. Yeah. Um, so I'll go six, yeah. Okay. Um, well, Tanner came off, so we'll score Simpson instead, shall we? I guess, I mean, Tanner starts, he? so normally we we okay. still score. So I've got to go probably a four for George because he, he did look a little bit nervous and under hit a couple of passes, so yeah I think it's gotta be a four. Okay then Simpson. <sighs> I mean again that, that pass just kills us, absolutely kills us. He didn't actually do too bad. There were a couple of moments going forward in the second half where he laid the ball. Um but I think I've got to say again a four really because of of that. Yeah, okay. Um Callas. Callas I think was one of only a couple of players really Bentley, the other one, and Mackie When we talk about it, he comes out with really any credit, but he's he's part of a team that's conceded three goals. Um, but I will give him a six because I did think. I mean, the clearance game was excellent, and yeah. he's he's up against Hugo and Carlin Grant. So yeah, I've gone six for Callis. Okay, Atkinson, five for, for Rob. I thought he he got caught a couple of times on the ball. Um, looked a little bit out of position at times today. So yeah, five. Baker. Are we N- Di- NA on Baker? D- difficult. No, because again I'm going to have to it, it's so difficult because I've not seen it and I did sort of say afterwards. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah I think we, we, so have, you know the injury, we have to see you've it. You've got to see it. Yeah, close up. It, and even if we we might not even see no, it. Close exactly. up. So, but I will go um I'll go five from from that point of view. Okay, uh
1: Campring obviously came on for Nathan Baker after 20 minutes. Yeah, I
0: thought I thought Cam did okay actually. A um, couple of times his headers were a little bit... went awry, but um, he put his foot in. thought he did okay. Coming um, to the left side of a three as well. Yeah, yeah. In the main. But again, still, you know, not enough in it. I can't, you, you know, there, there weren't enough of them that did enough to warrant the sixes, so it's got to be a five for Cam. Okay, alright. Um,
1: then we are into the... Silver. M- Silva? J- yep, jade de Silva.
0: Again, got caught a couple of times um, going forward a couple of moments, but not enough end quality, so I've, I've got to go four for Jay. OK. Matty James? I thought Matty Matty worked hard again, put himself about. I felt we got overrun again in the midfield. Um, worked hard, but that's a minimum for me. Was there enough quality? No, probably not. Um, so five. From Matty
1: James, would you have expected to see a little bit more... Uh... Direction and guidance
0: for the players yeah, around him Yeah I, I talked about Matty James This is going back a few weeks but Near the start of the season Being my captain I'm not seeing that from him enough I'm not seeing the The leadership element And, and the, the funny thing is This team is crying out for A leader A Roy Keane And by Roy Keane I don't mean the absolutely fantastic And obviously Man United Man United bias But the absolutely fantastic player but a player that would dig out his teammates as well, and maybe the games moved on. I don't know, but sometimes I do think you need someone to say to you, "Come on, put your foot in. What are you doing?" And I don't see that in our team at all. Well, we, we did, we have, we did see it a little bit from from Williams, didn't we?
1: Yeah. When he yeah. came, yeah. when he came in, and you sort of saw that bite about the t- about him a little bit, and um, to some extent Andy King as well. Um, but yeah, I completely understand. So, what
0: did you go with with James? Five. Five. Okay uh, Masengo I thought He started off A little bit sloppy Got caught in possession Yeah A couple of times His touch he, he, he took a touch And looked to take it away But then they They'd read it And so he got caught Then I thought He grew into the game um, And actually Didn't do too badly In the second half But I, I'll go back to what, what was the end result Really And there wasn't A huge amount Was there So it's got to be a five Okay Um uh <sighs> You know we've been beat 3-0 by a very good team so it, it it's difficult and, I, and I'm not you know that it wasn't twos and threes um that no. you know it really wasn't that you know I'm not there was effort there and Andy Weiman was certainly putting in the they effort They kept going didn't they? they kept going but the, the quality wasn't there so it's got to be a five. Okay. Uh Chris Martin I thought Chris Martin um if I compared Chris Martin to Hugel, they were chalking cheese. Hugel, the ball came into him, he was clever, put, put his, putting his arm around the t- defender and holding the shirt. And But more often than not, and I, I think I said to you two or three times, Patch, the ball got played into his feet. And maybe we don't need that enough to Martin, but mm. it stuck with Hugel. And then he had runners that he was then la- able to lay off. That wasn't happening. Martin over it a few passes today. But I did think it was an improvement on his last couple, so it was a five for him for me. OK, and then Naki Wells. And Naki Wells, I thought, did actually keep going. Um, couldn't fault his effort, was a little bit unlucky with a couple of opportunities. Um, he was my man of the match for City, so it was a six, but with S- him, man of the match. Six, M-O-M. Yeah. OK. Nige?
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> um... Again, you know, very good opposition, but I'm not sure we got the starting line up right in terms of the Scott situation, in terms of Martin starting. I felt we were never ever going to compete with them physically with their centre ass because they've got some big units back there. So maybe going too quick men would have been the better option and, and a bit of mobility. And and actually, Baggies fans were saying before the game that if you got the ball down and ran at them, that was your best opportunity or our best opportunity. And and that's the world to set up. Um, I didn't. And that, I know he stands on the sidelines, and it was. I'm glad that he was down today. At the end of the game, after that performance day, I I genuinely feel he should have made an effort to come across to the fans yeah. more. Not not right over because that's not what he's doing. But just come across and make it clear that he kind of appreciated it. Yeah. Because tonight, you know, we haven't heard what's been said on radio Bristol, but you know that it will be a. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> got beat by a better side. <laughs> yeah, I know. You should be it, and it's starting to... Oh, gonna, what bad was it? Are you are going to go double up as an impressionist? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, was it? <laughs> but it's... You know, I'm not... I'm, there are a few, and a friend of the show who's, who's been on, Nigel Whittle. Um, I know Nigel is sort of, in fact, one of our um, Yeah, I'll see
1: if I can find messages his
0: messages. It's a WhatsApp one, so I don't want to... But, yeah. you know, from Nigel's point of view, he's sort of saying that football's not great... Um, you know, we, we and it has felt definitely the last three games has felt like we have gone backwards. I, I totally agree with that. Um, in terms of him being a dinosaur and you know, the, the style of football, yeah, we, we seem to be going long. Our centre halves the ball gets back to them and we knock it long, yeah. or the centre half gets the ball and it goes back to Bentley and we knock it long. And then it usually comes back. Yeah. We're (laughs) not seeing the entertaining football that Nigel Pearson talks about, but he's also said he doesn't feel the qualities there. Mm. Do I think someone else coming in could get better out of these players? I don't know. I mean, I I felt today like I was watching the same team that I have watched under Dean Holden and the same team I was watching at the end of Lee Johnson. So I would agree that has felt very much like a step backwards for me. So it's got to be a four. Okay. And maybe actually... I'll go for.
1: Cool. All right. I'm just going to read out some uh, some messages. Um, So Nigel Smith, that was dire. We need to accept that teams like West Bromwich Albion are a different gravy. They are uh, they are a rich jus developed with layers of flavour. This is getting. I'm so hungry now. That's maybe hungry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) We are like oh, it continues. All right. We are like lumpy, thick, tasteless, happy shopper
0: gravy or Uh, you could say the KFC chicken gravy that's made from the fat and the rubbish which would put you off making me feel sick now no one
1: enjoys that I love Bristol City but it's hard work being a fan Um, another one from I'm not sure who that's from actually Um, an unsurprising result at the hang on let's have a look oh Dean Allen an unsurprising result at the Hawthorns this afternoon Bristol City again outclassed by a direct West Brom side. What's worrying, though, is, def- is the defensive mistakes. We didn't do ourselves any favors. A massive game versus Barnsley next Saturday for Nigel Pearson. Yeah, I agree with that. Nigel Mitchell. If we weren't in a relegation battle before today, we are now. Haven't looked at the table yet, have we, Matt? Um, confidence is shot, and we're just not very good. Drip feeding of coaching and backroom staff not helping. Um, We are doomed, is the hashtag there. Um, What else have we got here? Uh, Rob Collins, now is not the time for Nige to have a hissy fit and use a substitution to publicly shame a 21-year-old for making a mistake in the fifth hardest professional football league in the world. Poor show. Okay, the three words from Lee were, We look lost. Um, I wasn't expecting miracles this season, but like Nigel Whittle, I'm struggling to see where we are heading at the moment or what the plan is. Constant change on and off the field. Players don't look bought in. No no fans heading that way. Um, And one from Dave Sainsbury. Looking forward to hearing from the boys of three peeps in a podcast. Uh, dissect it today. Not time to panic yet for me by a long way, but I really want to see Nice getting these players being brave and aggressive from the off, rather than playing it coy and giving teams too much respect. Um, so yeah, a mixture there uh, of of tweets, Matt. You, uh, what do you think about
0: what we what we said there? A spot Rob's spot on there, and we said it didn't we with the, yeah. the George Tanner one? Um, you know. Danny Simpson's mistake was far worse than that. Um, and it's it's that's where I agree with Nigel in terms of the dinosaur element. Maybe that's where um, Nigel Pearson hasn't kind of moved on. But I don't I don't know. I, I'm the last the last three games, Bournemouth, we were just completely outclassed. Um, the Forest game, I didn't think Forest were great. Probably actually were the were the better of the two teams, but to concede like we did. And then today, the golfing class today was just incredible. And Dean saying about them being direct, I don't, I don't think Dean means direct in terms of style of play because they played some really, really good football mm. through the thirds. Yeah. Um, quite, quite nice to watch. Um, and as I said, Hugel, I thought gave a really, really good centre forward performance. I'd sign him on a performance like that. Um, and and for me, it, you know, we. we heard from Richard Gould didn't we at the Hen and Chicken Yeah. and he was directly asked about signing a player in, in January a striker this squad needs two or three quality quality players in January and we know that's very difficult to do but we, we are minimum one definitely a striker definitely a, a physical striker that, but a, a mobile physical striker like they Hugo today ran and ran and ran didn't he That yeah. was a real handful they got Grant, who's a, a. And again, I know they cost. I mean, Grant, I don't know how many millions he cost, the same with Hugel. But we are a million miles away from those three teams that we've talked about. And rightly so, because they've got the parachute payments. But Richard called AIDS. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do as well. We, I think we, we all do, don't we? But the style of football we're watching and we have watched these last three games are it isn't any different than what we'd seen before. Yeah. And. I don't know how, what changes with that I don't know who do, who do we bring in with Williams you know maybe probably another week or so away I don't think it'd be at Barnsley but yeah. you know from a youngster point of view you, you can't, you well, can't so, bring so, a Benaroos into that team no and so, Psycho Jenna has been um, yeah.
1: out of the team pretty much since the first, yeah. first weekend and Forest Green the first week, sorry. Um yeah. Forest Green, he performed, scored two goals. You know, it wasn't, wasn't the greatest performance of, uh, from the team, but still, two goals. And
0: then we haven't really seen much of it, have we? No. I mean, I'd, I'd be tempted to look at a three-man centre of midfield because um, I think that's where we're getting overrun so often.
1: Mm. Um, so let's pick the team for Barnsley then. But where'd you, where'd you go with that? Do you go. So you go Bentley. Yep. Yeah. Um that's just well Baker probably be back f- available for selection units. I thought. don't know if it's a concussion, isn't it? A ten days. Is it ten days, is it? Right. But okay. might, might be might be seven days. But that but that might say, okay, so it's four at the back then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we go four at the back, um Atkinson and, Atkinson Callas. and Callas, and then Tanner. Probably
0: on the strength today, I'd probably go Camp Ring. Um Tanner rather and than Jay, yeah. I think Jay's been caught a couple. And I would still go Tanner over yeah. Simpson. Yeah, okay. And then in the middle, Masengo, James and... So you've
1: got... Are we going four three three. I probably would go four three three. 3 3 yeah. Okay. Um, in fact... Yeah. So James, um, Masengo and...
0: Williams Williams. So t- not fit. Williams, I'm King's, assuming Williams isn't fit. King King's not Tyreek, I don't know. I, I might... And and. and I nearly said the word. Um, (laughs) I might go Zach Finer, although he's not been in the mix at all. and He's not a midfielder. But I think at least with Zach, he he will put his foot in there. Because, like I said, I think we're just getting overrun. Casey Um, Palmer? I don't know that I'd play Casey in... in, For me, Casey's a a 10 in behind. He's not in a three. No, no. I might be tempted to play Casey in front of that three. And then with Naki Wells in front of him. Right. Um, and Rest okay. Viner and Martin, right. But we still haven't picked our our, our three. So Masengo so I James would, I would go Masengo, James, and probably I would go Viner. Okay. Viner or Backinson. Yeah, one of those two. It probably would be Backinson, but I, w- I would go f- give Viner a go. I don't. I, he's not been in a around and I don't no. know why. But then now. How often do we do that? Sorry, where yeah. we we get a player yeah. signed up then on another contract, like it's happened with Viner. Yeah. And now nowhere near it. And it was the same with Taylor Moore. Signs a new contract and now nowhere near it. And What is
1: going on at the club? Don't know. Um, But now we're saying three up top, so I assume we're saying Vyman, Wells Martin. But I don't want to see Vyman in a three up
0: the top, really. so... Yeah. So let's go four and let's go four. I don't... Can we go... I suppose probably we've you've got you've got that four you, it's where you're getting your width from and that's, okay. that's probably where Tanner are in, and Pring going to have to bomb on so let's so, so okay right scrap that we've
1: got our four at the back yeah we've Pring and Tanner either yeah. side we've got Jada Silva and Callum on as width yeah okay James and Masengo in the middle Wells and
0: Wyman up top no I would probably go <laughs> just Wells up top <laughs> and I would have the extra body in the middle so I'd probably okay. go four five one oh, okay um Who's the extra body? I've not seen anything of Barnsley to know the style of play they've got. Um, well, as long as we we keep calling Woodrow quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who's your who's your
1: run in the middle? So you put Vaitaman back in in the middle, are you? No, I would go. Um, didn't I say Viner, Masengo, James? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to stick with, with the four four two and Matt's going four five one. So uh, let us know your thoughts on on that. Um, So yeah, coming up on the podcast, just to say um, a a big thank you to to the guests we've had so far this season. Um, Obviously, we had uh, a debut from Ellie against Bournemouth and... uh, yeah, that that was uh, that was really good, and we've got coming up on the Barnsley. We've got Lee Paul, and then um, Leah Case is joining us for the
0: Birmingham match. So uh, a few more guests lined up. And again, the guests, you know, it, it's great to have um, all opinions, you know, and and, and lovely that um, Ellie and Leah coming on. But if, if you know, if there are fans listening to this who would like to come on and and have a say. Then contact Patch. Yes, yeah, drop us a DM yeah. on the. Uh,
1: 3piapc on Twitter, and uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get it arranged. We've got um, plenty more games to come this season, um, and plenty
0: of games to fill with guests. That's just just before we finish, just I just want to reiterate again that although I've said that about the fans, it was a minority that I was watching, yeah, as I say, really having a go at Stuart and, and I understand from those friends and family that you know of the gentleman it was. But the vast majority of the fans again today were fantastic. I mean, we've sold that, and they uh, well, and we had the and they've been singing. It was you know, yeah,
1: and uh, we uh, had um, most fans so far. We've had a, a nice message thanking them from their away, for their away support from yeah. Chris Martin, um, <laughs> which was a, a, a nice touch from the club. Yeah, cool. Right, we'll end it there. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back uh, next Sunday, I reckon, for the Barnsley game. But for now, thanks for listening. Take care.
0: and